There it is. There it goes. It says recording. Okay, here we go. Fuck. Internet's terrible here. We're working on it. So what's up, guys? Uh, we're talking UFC 253. Uh, we've got Zombie Greg, Ryan Gosling with it in, and Coach Rich Trevino. Uh, we were talking briefly about the the prelims before. There was a devastating knockout between Klein and what was his name? Young. Young. Which is funny because isn't Young the guy that did that fucking whole Polynesian thing? Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> the weigh-ins? He did. <laughs> it was super awkward. And then he got <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> uh, we saw Diego Sanchez. Yeah, if you're going to do that shit, you got to win. Dude. I mean, he yeah. pretty much got dominated. He tried to do a flying knee like uh, Masvidal and it looked really pathetic. So this brings us to the main card. You just hit air. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, Mike, I don't think you heard. I don't think you heard it, but I was saying that I feel good about my body after looking at Diego Sanchez's body. <laughs> Dude, Diego, <laughs> I'm talking about really good, bro. I feel like I have a six pack. <laughs> he, he has to realize that. Changing his camp and his whole thing with this fucking guy he plays touch butt with has to be a bad call, right? Yeah, What's I mean, I agree. Uh, Aaron disparaged the good name of Joshua Fabian, dude. <laughs> well, whatever, dude. <laughs> touch butt. Fucking movement coach, dude. His movement coach, massage therapist. Pretty sure it's his lover. Like, it, I think it's his happy ending coach, too. Dude, yeah. I, I read a story that he chased his fighters around with a knife in the octagon. And then he said, everything is a knife. And that's how he would train these guys. All right. Well, then I just take back everything I said. That guy's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Badass. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, shit. Um, so we get to the main card here. And I'll have to admit that I was in San Diego living my best life. So I didn't see these first mm -hmm. two fights. Um, they were good. Okay. So since you say that, Greg, why don't we start with Hakeem? Dewadu taking on Zubara Tukov. <laughs> yeah, this is a good fight, dude. Uh, I mean, obviously the first two rounds was was pretty even. Definitely, I was I was shocked on how hard. Uh, what's the guy's name? Tukov, whatever the the Russian dude. Mm -hmm. uh, he fucking hits hard, dude, especially yeah. for a 145 pounder. That guy fucking throws leather, dude. And uh, I think he just started getting caught a little bit in the third round. I don't know if he just thought that he had this shit in the bag, but he just kind of ran the third round. And uh, it was really odd, but it was almost like he was maybe getting hurt a little bit, maybe tired, and then ended up just kind of running. And this is one of the dudes – I think he missed weight, too. So uh, – but overall, the first two rounds were really exciting. It was a pretty almost even matchup. And both guys were throwing to, to kill. And then the third round, he just kind of ran from it. So I think the third round is really where he lost the fight. Realized his wrestling wasn't going to work. Uh, hats off to Hakeem for good takedown defense. Um, but I, I, I thought this fight was pretty good, man. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it was fast paced. It was back and forth. Um, the second round, I actually think took off. He, I think he probably won that round because yeah. he took him down and he was on top of him for a while. And then, like Greg said, I think the last round he just kind of—I don't know if he gassed out or if he thought he had it, but he was—he was getting nailed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he just wasn't doing shit. You know, like when you see a guy that has it in the bag and he kind of keeps looking at the clock and running and then he puts his arms up at the end? That's kind of what he did, dude. Trying to coast through it. But, yeah, yeah. that last round could have been a 10-8 easily because yeah, he was taking sure. massive shots to the face. Yeah, uh, I agree. I, I don't I don't disagree with any of that. I'm not going to reiterate all that stuff. Uh, but I, I do think he gassed out and that's what happened. He he looked he looked tired at the yeah. end there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that brings us to the next fight, which was Ketlin Vera taking yep. on Soraya Eubanks. Another good fight. I thought this one was good too. Uh, obviously, I think the the superior grappling of of Vieira definitely won her this fight. Uh, she had some good takedowns. Uh, her jiu-jitsu was real good. So I, I think that this was another really strong fight. Both girls were, were, were swinging. So first two fights were really good, dude. I was, I was pretty impressed with both these fights. I mean, the only thing that wasn't close was the amount of strikes. It was right. 93 to 72. But the significant strikes was uh, actually one in favor of Sajara Eubanks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, she got taken down twice. So, I mean, that's that's probably what won the fight for uh, right. Ketlin. But, I mean, they were they were throwing, man. I, I said it in the last podcast, uh, some of these uh, women fighters are really, really uh, interesting to watch now, man. I, yeah. They're starting, they're starting to, uh, to up their game and up the, up the ante, I think. You know, these higher-level women are really, really, really looking good, man. Yeah, I agree. I didn't watch the fight, so <laughs> I didn't catch that one. You're such a misogynist, Ryan. I know. <laughs> no, it had nothing to do with that. <laughs> he was like, fuck these women. It's a pee break. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of like the WNBA. Oh! <laughs> Dude, just nah. edit, the, edit the W out, Mike. Yeah. It's usually a <laughs> Rich making these edgy comments, but I know, I know. No, I'm just kidding. I I didn't watch it. I wasn't I wasn't home. That first fight I actually just won or I just watched it a little while ago, so Okay, so that brings us to the third fight and I did see this fight and this fight was fucking I mean, it didn't go three, but man, dude, you got Kai Kara France, uh it's a flyweight fight taking on Brandon Royval. These guys, they went for it. Yeah, I mean, action packed, dude. Like that first yeah. fucking, that first round. I'm sorry to cut everybody off, but I have to yeah. say it before everybody does. Go ahead. That that <laughs> first fucking round where, where uh, Kai hits Royval and he's fucking wobbled and he fucking does a spinning back elbow and fucking hits him with it. Crazy, and connects, dude. dude. Oh my god, that was, I was screaming. Dude. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, was- and and the good thing is that they're little tiny guys, so. I mean, the, I'm not saying I want to get punched by these guys, but I'm sure they don't get they don't hit that hard. You know what I yeah, mean? Right. So, so they were fucking going back and forth, dude. This fucking fight was beautiful, dude. Yeah. 
I was stoked on this one, dude. The fucking action or the stand-up was fucking high-paced. The 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 level of I was stoked from a jiu-jitsu guy. The Brandon Royval showed some shit that you don't really see a lot in MMA, like the fucking omoplata he hit and the fucking he was hitting rubber guard and shit, just like high-level jiu-jitsu shit that you don't typically see. Uh, even even Damian Maya doesn't hit a lot of that kind of stuff, you know. So. Uh, it was cool to kind of see that stuff really be implemented in an MMA fight and be successful at it. He completely shut him down with the rubber guard. So I was pretty stoked. Dude, this fight was fucking fire, dude. When he had that omoplata, I thought his fucking arm was going to break, dude. Yeah, it, it was tight, dude. And he it took him a minute to get out of that, dude. Yeah, dude. But yeah, that's one, if you can't roll out of it, you got to completely unwind it or else you're, you're done, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for but sure. But to finish that, he would have had to get him on his side and, and – he was doing a good job of posturing up. So even though it looked real, real weird, it was more of him just being stuck in that position, but it was still cool to actually see him go and lock that shit up. Cause in MMA too, once you lock that up, you have that free hand, you can just start fucking hammering him in the face, you know? Yeah. Right, so right. it's a whole nother dynamic that, that is cool to see where you're just like, Oh damn. Damian Maya does a lot of that stuff, but more sets that kind of stuff up for sweeps. You saw a lot of that shit in the, the Ben Askren fight he'd had, you know, where, you see him do weird stuff, but it was all to set up like sweeps where this guy was actually like trying to go for submissions with this stuff. So it was cool, that, man. I, I really enjoyed this fight. That just goes to show the high level of both of those guys. Um, because if honestly, if probably any one of us besides you, Greg, is stuck in that fucking position, we're like, bitch, tap out. Yeah. <laughs> and and tough, he was super dude. calm, super yeah. fucking, his face was pretty stoic. He was just waiting yeah. for it. And, and yeah. like you said, he unraveled it and it fucking yeah. happened. And then, and then it was over from there, man. He got yeah. out, and it was just like the the confidence, uh, the confidence and how calm he was just kind of blew me away. Right, right. This this yeah. first round, I mean, it gave you pretty much every aspect of MMA that you can get: wrestling, high level striking, uh, jujitsu. Yep. I mean, it, it had it all. And, and these guys were going a million miles an hour in the first round. Yeah. They came out in the second round going two million miles an hour. Yeah. Just yeah. going after it again. And the finish of the fight came. Uh, France went for the dub, and he got caught in a guillotine. He, he had him up in, in the air, too. Yeah. Yeah, he did. I thought it was going to slam him. Yeah, he went for you the know. double. Guillotine, go down to the ground. And it's it's funny. Um, you always hear these announcers every time there's a guillotine. Oh, he's got it in tight, and then I'm, you're expecting a slip out like immediately after. Well, yeah, I, I usually. Will this, I will say this: he was starting to slip out, dude. If you watch it again, he readjusts. He's got a minute, and yeah, yeah. slip out, and he readjusts, and then gets it tight. And once he readjusted, I was like, he's fucking done, dude, because it was under his chin. He can feel it slipping out, and like a real G, he fucking readjusted that shit, dude. And yeah. once he did that, it was locked, dude. There's no way he was getting out of that, dude. Yeah, I was surprised he finished it that way. I thought for sure he was going to slip out. Yeah, it, it was once, definitely on his way to slipping out. Once you see the back of his ears, you're like, oh, I'm thinking like, okay, he's slipping out of that thing. Yeah. And, and you know what's funny is the first thing I learned in a guillotine choke way back when was when they're slipping out, you kick your legs – so it kicks their hips out, and then you readjust. Right. And it looked like it looked like he did that. Yeah, yeah, I saw. I definitely saw that dude because they're like, "Oh, he's coming out," and I was like, "Yeah," because I could start to see him slipping out. And then homeboy just lifts up and readjusts, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah. he's done, dude." 
He, he did have his legs up there too. Yeah. And, with like and, a body triangle. Like that dude's super flexible. His legs yeah, are like he, fucking rubber. Because he had his legs wrapped around his 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 torso, the, the defense to the guillotine, if you can't slip your head out, is you have to get your body across them. And because he had them locked up like that, that's the only defense he had is to be able to try to slip it out. And once he did that, he's done, dude. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, it was it was good, man. That was fucking some high level jujitsu shit right there, dude. Yeah, it was um, awesome. A lot of people, Brandon Royville went into this fight ranked number nine, and a lot of people were saying, "Oh, he should call out Benavides." Do we think he's ready for that? Yes. Man, that's a good matchup. I think that's a great matchup, that's, dude. That'll be awesome to see. Because Benavides is is, I think I don't want to say he's on his way out, but he definitely. Needs a fight more like that right now. He's on I'm, a roll though. Dude, He's I'm, on I'm like sorry. a four I, or five <laughs> fight win streak. No, no, no. I, f- I fucked up on that. I'm not talking about Benavides. We're getting confused here. I'm talking about Figueroa. Oh, Figueroa, uh, the champion. The no. champion. Here's what I think. Give him Benavides. If he beats Benavides, then give him a title shot. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Because I think him him and Benavides would be a good fight. Benavides needs to go down a few notches. This guy needs to go up a few notches. Yeah. They're both exciting grapplers. They're both, you know. I I mistakenly called that out, but that actually is probably a better fight for Brandon Royval. uh, I think that would be an exciting fight, man. Yeah, Yeah, that's why I was like, if that's the case, and I have That's a very even fight, I think. That's a good test for Brandon Royville too. Right. They're all they're all fucking they're all they're on their way out. I would like to see that though. That's a good fight. But yeah. Figueredo would fucking eat yeah. fucking Royville's asshole out, bro. <laughs> well, that's the that's the thing though too, is that regardless regardless, Figueredo needs to fight. He next big and exciting thing. He probably will lose, but I think it'd be an exciting fight. I think he'll bring some stuff to the table that would make it exciting, you know? So, if he can get past Benavidez, I think he would be a, a guy who we can mention as a contender for the belt, you know? Yeah. I think Figueroa's on a different level, dude. Figueroa reminds me of a guy that hasn't eaten for fucking 40 days and sees a cheeseburger, bro. Yeah. And he's probably he, killed somebody in his lifetime. I'm sure. I guarantee it. He's a fucking yeah. savage, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And savage in a good way, not in a fucking racist way. <laughs> No oh, shit. He's a fucking, he's a fucking hey, savage, bro. Here we go. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. This brings us to the semi-main. It's for the vacant light heavyweight championship. You've got Dominic Reyes taking on Jan Blahovich. I want to go first. Blahovich. Blakovich. Okay. I want to go first because I got a question for all you guys. I have never seen so many uh, fighters like Anthony Smith, who was, who was like, I don't, I think, uh, I don't think Blackovich is technical and that good to beat a Dominic Reyes. Uh, And I, and I heard, um, Chael Sonnen talking about it earlier today, and I agree with him. I think Dominic Gray has capitalized on it. What do you think? Uh, uh, I think I've never been overly hot on Dominic Reyes. Uh, I think 
he's a decent fighter. I don't know if he's world champion status. Um, and as for Jan, I think that he hits like a ton of bricks, dude. And that's where his strength is. Um, whether he can go five rounds, I don't know. But he's got that power. I mean, goddamn, dude. His, he broke the guy's nose and fucking goddamn near punctured his, his ribs, dude. So he did some damn damage, dude. And, and he's able to use his power to the best of his ability. He wasn't just swinging for the fences. He was real careful with his shots. So he's not a, a guy like Derek Lewis who kind of just starts throwing until he connects. Right. So that he's definitely one of those light, light heavyweights. So that's a big dude that can, he's going to rely on his power, you know, and he's got good grappling too. I've seen his wrestling, dude. He's got, he's got good takedowns. He's got decent grappling, but it would be interesting to see him paired up with some of these other guys. But I don't know. I mean, who else is in this division now that, that, you know, unless rumble comes back, dude, and, and fights him, that would be a fucking fight right there. Black. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Black, Black Thor? Yeah, Black Thor. Dude, him and Rumble both. I think, uh, Rich, we talked about that before the fight, that it seemed like Dominic Reyes was a little too overconfident, and I think he went into this thinking he was going to walk right through him. We even, you know, we said that before, I think, last week. And um, I, I think certainly did, because I wasn't confident at all in my pick. I, I said that from the get-go, that I thought he was underestimating him. kicks to the ribs that really fucked up Reyes that he wasn't himself after that. He, he got mm. fucked up. Yeah, dude, absolutely. It, those, they look bad. Dude, like instant purple. Bad. Yeah. yeah. And that it was fucking, like the same spot, dude. Yeah. That fucking broken nose was nasty, dude. When yeah. they showed it at, on slow-mo, I mean, you literally see his shit shift. <laughs> the slowest paced fighters in, in the game. <laughs> yeah. So his resume wasn't as good as people built him up to be. He did good against Jones, but Jones did enough just to win and then gets knocked the fuck out by Jan, you know? I think that's what it was. Is he? A lot of people believe he beat Jones, so people were giving him that status of like, oh, for sure. you know. Yeah. But That's a good point, Greg. That's a good point, uh, Kobe Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> that's this my son. This wasn't even Jan's power punch that <laughs> – that finished the fight, I mean, Reyes was very hesitant in the beginning. And then, like Ryan said, he was getting tagged with those sidekicks. Uh, you can see the bruising on his ribs. The second round is where Reyes started to engage. Mm -hmm. And then Jan fucked up his nose. Um, and what finished it was Reyes was trying to close the distance and fight in a phone booth. And you see Jan come underneath with the right uppercut and followed up with a left hook right in the temple. And Reyes – Fucking went stanky leg, dude. And he oh, yeah. did. Fell yeah. on yeah. the fucking ground. Yeah. And Big then last ankles. Yeah. And then <laughs> Jan just jumped on him and finished it. And, and um, yeah, I'm happy to see that. The guy came from a two and four record to start out his UFC career. All of a sudden, he found this power punch, and it's been a game changer for him. It really has. Um, he never yeah. used to fight like this. So, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was cool, man. It was cool to see him win. And I always like it when a guy from another country who has never really been a champion before, like, wins yeah. a belt and stuff. So him him coming to Poland and, and seeing a, a 205 champion, you know, and seeing all the welcome he got there was pretty cool to see, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That was cool. I'm, I'll make you a lunch bet, uh, Mike. Okay. 
Another one? I, I bet Tri you he doesn't triple or nothing or what? No. Yeah, triple or nothing. I bet you. That's he doesn't right. I forgot five. about. That. Shut <laughs> up, Brian. Uh, <laughs> I bet you he doesn't retain his title. I don't think he's that good. I don't think he will either. I think but he loses Black Thor. What's yeah. up? I think Black Thor already beat him before. He knocked him out. I think. He did. Yeah. That was his last loss, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. But who I, knows if Black Thor's going to be the same after that? I don't know. What do he have? ACL, MCL, all the L's. Yeah. <laughs> his knee was fucked up. Blahovich called out John Jones after, and you know, John um, Jones said no already. Yeah. You know, and he was kind of a dick about the whole fucking. You know, he said He's like, a dick about you're a welcome. You and your country should make me a gift basket. It's like, this is oh, yeah. you, dude. You're a fucking yeah. douchebag, dude. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> I really hope he gets murked at heavyweight, dude. I really do. That would make my whole fucking like year, dude. Yeah. Same. You just get murked at fucking heavyweight. I don't know if that's going to happen, but one can hope. Yeah. It depends on yeah. who he fights, I think. I, I don't know, man. He's. At that big, at that bigger weight, because you know he's blasting steroids hard right now. Oh, for sure, dude. He's yeah. full of egograms right now, dude. Oh, for <laughs> sure, bro. Yeah. So when he comes back, all fucking yoked out, bigger than fucking Anthony Rumble Johnson. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's it's fucking, it's he's gonna a, be a sight to see. He's gonna be at Vitor Belfort levels of steroids right now, dude. But I'll tell you what. <laughs> but I'll, but I'll tell you what though. I don't think I don't think he can beat Stepe, man. I don't think don't, so either. Uh, I don't think so either. And that's coming from you. You hate Stipe. I know. I don't, Damn. I don't fucking like him. I, wow. but I, don't, I don't think he can beat him. This version of Jones, I don't think so. If we're talking no. Jones, you know, two or three years ago, maybe it's a different story. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think, you know, four years ago, it would be a really good fight. It would be hard to call. But now I think Stipe would just mop the floor with him. Right. This brings us to the main event, which is uh, it was a highly charged fight going in. A lot of shit talking going on, mm -hmm. mostly from Costa, to be honest. In going into the fight, right. um, Israel Adesanya defending his middleweight championship against 240-pound Paulo Costa. <laughs> Somehow he made weight for this fight. Um, look. I picked out Asanya to win. I thought that he would pick him apart um, mm -hmm. like this. But what I didn't expect was a second round finish. Um, and I, Go on. And yep. I, I expected Costa to engage him more. And so the three fights in a row have kind of went like this, so to speak. I mean, Costa was a little more active than Yoel Romero, but I mm. think – What's causing this kind of fight with Israel at this point is people just don't know what the fuck to do with this guy, dude. He's so dynamic. He, his feints are so crisp. He's so quick with his transitions. I was telling Ryan today, we were talking, he did a switch kick where he went, I think he went from Southpaw to Orthodox and then a front roundhouse kick right to the face. The one that busted Costa open and the transition points, that's three transitions to get that move in. And he mm -hmm. landed that so fucking quick. I mean, it was just about as perfect as a performance as you can possibly see. Um, just masterful. He fucking dominated him. 
Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, one thing that Arasanya said is that like people look at me and they think I'm skinny and they think I'm this and that. Mm -hmm. But as soon as they get in the cage with me, they they see how big I really am. And I mean, I, I can't disagree with that because uh, Romero did the same thing and it looked like Costa did the same thing too. The only guy that didn't really give a fuck was uh, Gaslam. Yeah. Well, Whitaker tried to engage with him and he fucking paid for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna. I was just gonna say that Bobby Knuckles was trying to do that. I think if Costa would have engaged more, he would have got knocked out faster. You know, and, and I, I also picked Sal Bender to win this. Uh, I, I knew he was gonna, you know, outskill him, but I, I didn't think it was gonna be this dominant. Um, it was Costa didn't have an answer for him. Like Mike said, he's so unorthodox. He's so quick. His angles of his kicks and his punches are just—it's ridiculous. This guy, I don't see this anybody beating this guy for where, where he's the most dangerous. It's coming off the counters too, man. Every time Costa threw anything, Adesanya made him pay for it, dude. Yeah. He, he caught a kick. Uh, you know, Costa glanced him off the chin, and you got two fucking combos right in there, quick as fuck uh, in the clinch. I mean, he just had no answer for this guy. He didn't know what to do, and, and, and it makes him look so much worse when he's taunting. You know, he keeps pointing to his leg like that didn't hurt. And bitch, that hurt. I saw your leg. Dude, you know? his leg was instantly fucked up. You could see every mark, every kick that hit his leg, you could see it. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. how hard he was fucking kicking him. I, I chose I chose Costa to win because I like his six pack. Let's just put it let's just put it away. <laughs> right? uh... But I knew that Stylebender was gonna beat the fuck out of this guy. But I just wanted I like I like the dog. I always like the dog. Um, Stylebender to me has kind of a like uh, you said it, Mike. It's almost a cringy. It's almost a cringy thing. His personality, but, yeah, yeah. But but at the same time, he's a fucking nerd, bro. He's an anime fucking nerd. He admits it. He's like a weird World of Warcraft fucking. He admits it. He's he's just a weird guy. You know, I mean, whatever. I mean, I guess that's not weird for some people because there's a lot of people into it. But I'm just saying, like, he's just a fucking nerd, and he admits it. You know yeah. what I mean? That's got nothing so, to do with this post-fight antics, but we'll get no, to that. The dry humping from behind. That was – he crossed the line right there, man. And the that, was my that was actually my favorite part of the fight. The mm. when, he threw, when he threw his jizz. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Greg, well, That was the most disrespect ever. Go what did you take away from it, Greg? Yeah, no, I, I obviously, I picked Costa to win. I thought he was going to come out more aggressive, more, you know. He fell right into Izzy's game, dude. He fucking, the whole, you know, taunting and this and that, he's trying to call him out into his game. And Izzy's too smart for that, dude. And uh, he kept him exactly where he wanted to go, dude. He used his counterpunching. He used his head movement. He used his range and kept him guessing with the leg kicks and ended up going high and, uh he, when I saw he wasn't putting out a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of engagement in the first round, I was like, dude, he's not going to win this fight like this, dude. And I don't know if he was saving it for the later rounds, but it was a bad decision by him, dude. Um, it has so. the UFC record. I think you are the one that posted this, Greg, hmm. for strikes per minute. Not, hmm. not just middleweight fights. I'm talking UFC history. It's like 8.6 strikes per minute. Yeah. And I think yeah. if you're 8.6 strikes the entire fight. Yeah, I mean, uh -huh. he couldn't get anything going, dude. You see that a lot in fighters where 
they don't always adjust to their game plan, dude, and they can't get anything going. And this that's what happened in this fight. He couldn't get anything going, and he got dropped and dominated, dude. Uh, I, wasn't expecting to, I wasn't expecting him to get KO'd. I, I really wasn't. I, I didn't either. think I, – I thought he was going to get pieced up. I thought he was going to get fucking uh, out-techniqued and, uh, you know, out uh, – you know, Stylebender is just too creative. But – I didn't. I didn't think he was gonna get knocked out like uh, that, dude. He, he literally fucking went. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I picked him to K, KO him, but we're, we're gonna see. We're gonna see another Nagano story right here, dude. Nagano fought Stipe and got did the same thing. He couldn't get anything going. He ended up getting murked, and then he came back better than he did after that Stipe lost and started fucking fools up. And I think we're gonna see the thing, same thing from Paulo Costa. He's gonna be pissed after this one. And I, re- I feel really bad for his next opponent, dude, because I think he's going to do some fucking damage, dude. Yeah. Well, he wants the, to fight again, dude. The crazy thing is he wants an instant rematch because he saw the tape of him, like, oh, dry sure. humping him. But it's like – Bro, that was disrespectful, man. That, I get that it. was. They did, the, they did the fight build up and this and that. But I don't think – I mean, and not only that, but Izzy has spent the last three days been yeah. talking mad shit on yeah. his Stop. Instagram, dude. And he's a sore loser. Big you know time. what I mean? And it's like, yeah. all right, you got it. You know, the knockout was bad enough. The domination was bad enough. Mm-hmm. But be humble. Be a champ. You know, exactly. you're being a fucking kid asshole, dude. You know what right. I mean? I agree. So, and, and everybody's already writing Costa off saying, like, oh, this guy's overhyped. He fucking sucks. I'm like, dude, he doesn't suck. He's proved it time and time again he's a killer. He's going to come out and he's going to fuck fools up. And he'll work his way back up, dude. I don't know if it – obviously, he's not going to get an immediate rematch. But I think Uh two or three fights from now, I think he might be able to get back in that that title contention. The middleweight division doesn't have a ton of guys, you know? You brought up Francis, though, and there is a little bit of discrepancy in that. And the fact is, I haven't seen any improvement out of Francis as far as his technique goes. He's still throwing wildly and just looking for that knockout, and that's what cost him the fight. With Costa, his boxing has always been tight. His technique has been on point. He just had no fucking answer for this guy, dude. And I don't know yeah, if anybody he does. He didn't know what to do. Yeah. But my, my, He's like a statue. And I'm not necessarily talking about technique. I'm talking about pure killer instinct, right? Because Francis comes out and he has that killer instinct in all of his fights. Mm-hmm. You didn't see that in – really, you didn't see that in the Black Beast fight, and you didn't see that in the fucking Stipe fight. So after the Stipe fight, he, he got really his mojo back. Yeah. You saw that killer instinct come back. You didn't right. see Paul Acosta's killer instinct in this fight. You saw a more reserved, and that didn't work out for him. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. I think he's going to be more like Francis and get that killer instinct back is what but, it was more uh, about. Uh, uh, let's ask uh, – I'll start with you first, Ryan. Um, do you think this weight cut is becoming too much for Paul Acosta? He, would he come into this weighing 235 pounds? Yeah. Before? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it has to be an issue. To lose that much weight in that amount of time. I mean, I know they do it all the time and they're used to it. That's a after, lot, though, dude. Yeah, that is that is a lot. This ain't DC I think who's losing fucking Popeye's chicken off of him, you know? This guy's uh, a shredded I know, the guy, motherfucker. Yeah, he's shredded. Like, what is he losing, really? Yeah. You know? Um, uh, I'm coming. I, I think from a, a wrestling standpoint and a cutting weight my whole life, standpoint I, I don't think it's that big of a deal man once your body's conditioned to do that it's not that hard i mean it it sounds like a lot and it and it really is a lot to a normal person like me or you or somebody that has never cut weight in their fucking life but for somebody that's a professional weight cutter 
That ain't shit. That, it, it ain't shit. And it, 50 pounds, it, You don't bro? think Look, that's going to make him weaker or listen, 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 more listen, tired? Listen. Oh, here we go. Cutting here weight. Here we go. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Cutting weight is a fucking mental bitch. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. If you can get past the fact that you feel like shit, your body will still react the way it's supposed to when you compete. If you are a fucking high-level competitor and you cut weight in any fashion, you're going to feel like shit, even if it's fucking eight pounds, six pounds. Mm-hmm. Cutting weight sucks. Yep. But when you, when you rehydrate and when you get back to where you're supposed to be at, it's a fucking mental game, dude, because everybody feels sorry for themselves when they have to cut weight. But it's the people that fucking uh, get past that mentally. And, dude, trust me, I, I got plenty of war stories of me cutting weight because I was fucking stupid. And I would cut, like, 18 pounds every week. Mm-hmm. And it was just fucking dumb when I competed. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I wrestled matches, and I won matches, and, and it, I didn't feel phased. It's a mental thing. Yeah. And you'll hear that, and you, you'll hear that a lot from, from top-level guys. That George Masvidal said the same thing. He cut fucking 23 or whatever the fuck it was. And- he had less time. Well, yeah, Costa had a yeah. Lot of time. but he's got more to lose, like more fat to lose. Costa, like Mike said, he's shredded. He doesn't – he's losing muscle because he's losing, like, I would say 40 pounds to make weight. Well, here's, here's another question. Do you guys think Paul Acosta would, would, would do better at 205? Yes. I don't. Him at 205. That's what I – I was telling Mike that earlier. He's kind of short. power, dude. Yeah, those guys are like six five, six and above. You know, yeah. he's six one, I think. You know, okay, like those- we can't we can't compare Luke Rockhold to my fucking boyfriend's six pack, but I'm just saying, <laughs> Luke Rockhold, I fucking I think he sucks. I I I never liked him. I think I think he's really arrogant. He's a bitch, but <laughs> he went up to two hundred five and he got fucking smashed immediately, dude. Yeah. He fucking immediately. I think cutting weight like that and being in that lower, that lower weight class, it's a different fight. Like they're faster, they're quicker, they're more agile. Mm-hmm. Up in those two hundred fives, I'm not saying they're they are like that, but it's a different fight. It's like if you're wrestling 110 pounds and then you move up to 120, it's a different fucking style oh, of wrestling. Yeah. It's a different style. So, so I think uh, Paula Costa wouldn't. I'm not saying he couldn't hold his own because he has so much power and he's such a beast, but. I don't know. I I think like Ryan said, he's he might be a little short, and I I should be the one talking. I'm five five and three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, DC fucking hung in there, and he he's not very tall. You know, he that's did that's really true. Well. Uh, yeah, but he's a fucking Olympian, bro. He's a fucking true. high level true motherfucker. That's a different. That's he's yeah. like guys like DC and guys like fucking even Damian Maya, who's like a high level grappler. Um, guys like fucking I hate to say it, like John Jones. Yeah. Like these guys are just at a different level, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're just hear, hear, hear me out though. Hear me out, okay? I'm gonna name some of these guys in the top ten. You tell me if you think that Costa can beat these guys. Johnny Walker, I say yeah. two hundred five. Johnny okay. Walker, Anthony yes. Smith, Volcan, uh, Alexander Rakic, Glover Teixeira, oh. Thiago Santos, and Dominic Reyes. Those are the no. top guys in the division. I think he can beat a majority of those guys. I mean, hearing, awesome, those, hearing those names, I kind of agree. You know I think what I mean? the top five he couldn't, but at the bottom five, probably. I mean, yeah. Um, he gets two. Let's say he beats two or three of these guys in the top ten. 
he can work his way up to a title fight at 205. Pretty I think easily. Costa can beat the champ at 205. <laughs> if I'm you know being honest. Like, I, mean, I think the guys in 185 right now are tougher, dude. I mean, Robert Whitaker. Uh, oh, Jared, here we go. Here you know, we go. Manson. Uh, he already beat Romero. Uh, Darren Till, Derek Brunson, Kevin Gastelum. You know what I mean? These guys are, are tough dudes at 185, man. Here, here's here's yeah. the, the, the scuttlebutt I'm hearing, though, for Izzy's next fight. He said he wants Jared Kenyer. Jared Kenyer has to beat Robert Whitaker, obviously. Right. If he doesn't, then who knows what's going to happen out of that. But then some people are like – He already said Hermanson, dude. Oh, if Darren Till beats Hermanson, then maybe he should – Why? Dar- Darren Till fucking just lost to Robert Whitaker. I don't think yeah. he should be hot shot and do a title shot. Now, if Hermanson beats Darren Till, then maybe there's a discussion. If, if Whitaker loses to um, – I'm sorry. If Whitaker beats Kanyer – you know, yeah. then then maybe you I don't know you give it to Hermanson first, let Whitaker get one more win, whoever that may be, if you're ever going to give him another shot at the title. You know what I mean? But I don't. Yeah, say Dan, you, Dan already said that Kinnear, if he beats uh, Whitaker, that he's getting. Uh, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's already well, in the making. What happens if Whitaker wins though? I got it. Conor McGregor versus Izzy. Uh. <laughs> Well, there's some news, breaking Go. news on Connor that I just got. So he would get Connor would get smashed hard. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's what you hope. Stop no, that's Ryan. come Stop on. Hating. Even you gotta admit that. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm hearing that a hey, guy Chimoff what or wanna, whatever. Here's what I want to throw in there. Here's what I want to throw in there. I actually put this out there the other day on on my social media. I asked people, who do they think would be the guy to test Izzy right now? Right. Mm-hmm. The one guy that I'm going to mention, I was already fought Izzy, and Izzy beat him by a really close split oh, decision. Oh, fucking love this guy so much. I think Marvin Vittori is going to be a stud, dude. Trust me on this, dude. If you look at their if you look at their stats from that fight, it was fucking so close, dude. And a lot of people think that Marvin won that. And I know dudes that train with this guy, dude, and they say that that he trains like he's going to fucking kill you, dude. Yeah, he seems that's like that. The killer guy that that is going to come out and his grappling is fucking insane, dude. So I'm just saying, dude, we'll see what happens, but I'm saying the more fights that guy wins, don't be surprised. And when you remember this, so you're recording this, you're going to go back and have to listen to this. You're going to be like, fuck, remember that when Greg was telling us that? Tell him, dude, Vittori's going to be the dude that's going to fucking work his way up. Somebody is going to be Adesanya and it's probably going to be a grappler. I don't think anybody can stand with this guy striking, man. Yeah. No, there. I'm hearing rumblings of that guy Chimoff. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Fighting him, which he that could be fight, interesting. He needs to beat some top ten guys, and then yeah. also beating the high. Fighting who? Vittori? No. No. Stylebender. Oh fuck! Already? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let, let's let's shoot the news right now because I got some shit to talk about here. I wouldn't be surprised if he beat him, though. I'll just say that. That kid is a beast, dude. He's scary. 
He is he's, scary. He's, he's young. He's hungry. He's fucking skilled. But he needs a top ten guy, dude. Before okay. I start really believing. Okay, so yeah, I agree. Hamzat is trying to get another fight right now with somebody in the top ten in either weight class, and apparently everybody's saying fuck that shit, except for. First of all, I just want to throw this out there and pause it real quick. I fucking love that he's jumping between two weight classes, dude. Yeah, he yeah. Fuck. He's like fucking awesome. I don't give a fuck who it is in what weight class. I'll fight anybody. I'm like, I love that about that dude. They dude he's did probably a... floating. He's probably floating around 177 pounds too. And he yeah. doesn't even give a fuck. No, yeah. zero, dude. They did offer that fight to Wonder Boy, and he declined because he wants um uh, to not die. Edwards. Yeah. Oh, he, he wants uh, uh, Leon Edwards. Yeah, he wants Edward Leon Edwards. Um, Damian Maya declined too. Yes, Neil Magny is calling this Hamzat guy out. So that's oh, yeah. a fight. He I did see that. Fight? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so we'll see where, where all that shakes out, dude. Um, also, Nate Diaz is, I guess, butthurt now because they're pivoting uh, Masvidal versus Colby Covington in December. And I heard that this is going to be the co-main because the main is Usman and Burns in December. That's Ooh. a good card, dude. Ooh, that's a good card. Yeah. yeah. Just those yeah. two fights is a good card. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you probably got the winner of that fight fighting the winner of Burns and, and Usman. So, uh, I think that makes sense. Nate Diaz, you know, everybody's like, oh, he should fight Connor again, which we'll get to Connor because there's news on him as well. I don't care to see Nate Diaz really fight any of those guys, to be quite honest. Um, I don't know. But, uh, you I know what? Know. Why doesn't Nate fight fucking Hamzat? There you go. Bitch, nobody wants to fight Hamzat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that'd be a good one. Why not? But um, I mean, I like the Diaz brothers and all that, but they keep, they're, they're away from the game too long, and it's kind of, at this point, it's like, you know, you know that I don't think they're gonna win again. <laughs> they're not gonna be um, competitive as they were. It's yeah. kind of like a wrap on them, I think. There's really only one person that makes sense for Hamzat, and that's Cowboy Cerrone. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> you really want to put him out, don't you, Mike? <laughs> Kill poor Cowboy. Oh, shit. Fuck. So, I'd rather see Triple C go out at him. <laughs> Yeah, that's tough, man. Dana White is saying that Joanna um, has to fight one more person before she gets another shot at the champ, but Whaley Zane. Joanna's saying title fight or I'm out. So this is kind of really? interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess she's out then. <laughs> I guess so. And then uh, the <laughs> last, oh, Mike Perry and Robbie Lawler are set for UFC 255. Is that also the Usman card? Yeah. Uh, 255? Yeah, I think it is. Not sure. Let's see. Somebody look that up. That's November. I don't oh, want to okay. see. That's fucking, I don't want to uh, see Lawler fucking fighting. That's versus uh, freaking Cody Garbrandt. God, that's the main that event for November? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's a main event. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's and then the co-main event is Shevchenko versus Jennifer Maya. Wow. That's two fifty-five, right? Yeah, two fifty-five. That's terrible. Yeah, uh, Shogun Hua versus Paul Craig. 
Shogun Hua. And yeah, Robbie Lawler versus Mike Perry is the first fight. I thought he retired his last fight. Shogun. No, no, he's still fighting. Wow. Yeah, no fight till he dies, dude. What, what do you well, think of that, Rich? No. What am I gonna say? <laughs> you, you already know what I'm gonna say. Yeah. It starts with a G and ends with a roast. He's fighting Paul Craig because they they had a draw, dude, the last time. So that's why. <sighs> He's trying to avenge all his fucking ties and losses. Mm-hmm. Good for him, dude. Good for him. <laughs> and you want to talk about you want to talk about bodies, dude? Shogun was looking fucking dad bod all the way. Oh, up. dude, yeah. Oh yeah. Hero oh, yeah. kid, dude. He'll still rock those little white shorts, dude. Oh yeah, yep. for sure, bro. <laughs> his diaper. He wears <laughs> those cronies clean, bro. Dude, <laughs> so that great man. The last bit of news here, and this is one we'll spend probably a little bit of time on. Uh, Connor McGregor, who back in rape? the news. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, who do you rape this time? A couple of things uh. here. Uh, first of all, he Diego Sanchez wanted to fight Connor in his retirement fight. Let it happen. Connor's Gosh. like, hell yeah, let's do it, buddy. Uh, he That's... puts Dana White on blast with a DM says, let's do it. Here we go. We're going to do it in Dublin or something. Dana White says, bro, if I make that fight, we should lose our promoter's license. <laughs> totally buries Diego Sanchez. I mean, he's not wrong though. Not wrong, dude. No, but Con- Connor shouldn't have put that on blast like that. Yeah. Then Dana's like, he broke the man code. Connor's like, you broke the man code and you said I didn't want to fight anybody. Then Justin Gaethje's coming out and saying, Connor, you're a bitch. You turned down the fight. Apparently, Connor wants main event money to fight Diego Sanchez. What a shit show, dude. Um, and then probably the biggest bit of this whole story is Manny Pacquiao and Connor are both talking about having a boxing match in the Middle East in January, I believe, uh, for charity. And then I just got a thing on my phone that Dustin Poirier and Connor have agreed to a fight. A charity Money, fight. It's going to go to charity, but it's right. it's, it's got to be contested by the UFC, right? They're, Connor wants to do it outside of the UFC, I, I saw. Oh, and man. it's just going to be like an exhibition. They're not even going to really fight. I don't even That's know what cool. they're going to do. Man, what a good guy he is, dude. Doing charity yeah. stuff. I know. See? Right? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Rich. The king, man. Come on, dude. Okay, I got a couple. Oh, I got a couple things. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you got, Rich? I got a couple things. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I think Manny Pacquiao would fucking terrorize him, bro. Yeah. You knock I think him out. Manny, I think Manny Pacquiao is a fucking uncivilized being. That's with all due respect. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I, I don't think he, I don't think he, uh, you know, he doesn't have like a one or two punch, you know, take the round off type fucking thing. No. Like he wants no. to fucking go kill somebody, dude. And that's just the way he is. Yeah. I'm not sure Conor McGregor has that for fucking even five rounds, rounds against Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. yeah. No. Not in the boxing. Get knocked out. And, and I love, you know how much I love Conor McGregor. Right. And I just don't. I just think that Manny Pacquiao is a different animal. I, uh, I believe him when he said he was hurt against Floyd Mayweather, and he still, still uh, stood his ground. Um, 
Uh, he had a torn rotator cuff or something like that. I believe that. Uh, I don't. I believe if he didn't have a torn rotator cuff, I think it would have been a different fight with uh, Floyd Mayweather. But um, I think Manny Pacquiao just fucking takes him apart, bro. I just. I mean, you know. But on the other hand, the other the thing that Conor has going for him is his weird movements, his karate movements. Like he 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 got behind Floyd a couple times, and Floyd didn't even know he was there. So he has these weird movements and these weird angles that. I mean, you guys saw the fight. He fucking hit Floyd in the gut, and Floyd almost fucking went down to a knee. Mm. So he has those weird angles, and he has those things going for him, but I think Manny Pacquiao's just too perfect. There's I just got to ask why. Like, why is he trying to do all these circus fights and all this stupid bullshit? Just fight a top guy. Like, if you want your belt back and you want to be the GOAT, you want to be this... Fuck, fight Ferguson, fight Gaethje, you know, don't fight Cowboy or Diego or Manny Pacquiao <laughs> or fucking, you know, Lawler, BJ Penn out of, out of talk retirement. To him, I, can't even, I, I can't even listen to this guy, Greg. Talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's like circus move. Like, what's going on here? Cocaine's expensive, dude. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Prostitutes come on, come on, and cocaine rich. are expensive, right? Yeah. Rich. Rich. <laughs> Rich, yes. He's asking for a fight with Diego motherfucking Sanchez, dude. Yeah, dude. Come What's on, going man. on? What's here's, going here's on it. here? All right, listen. Here's, here's. <laughs> no, seriously. Here's my take on that, and I'm being, and I'm being dead fucking serious. Conor McGregor has so much respect for the fucking sport that he would fucking fight a legend like that just to fucking say that he fought a legend like that, bro. Like, I don't think. He means it in a in a way where, because he's gonna fucking kill him and he knows that. But I don't think he's thinking about it like, let me fight this fucking piece of shit. I think he's saying like, this fucking legend wants to fight me. Fuck yeah, dude. Like, but I don't think he's really a legend. Diego Sanchez never won the belt. Yes, nah, he's bro. You can't say that, bro. Like, bro, he's not a legend, bro. He's good at his time, but nah, he never. Crazy, he was never champ, bro. How is he a legend? That doesn't it doesn't make him that doesn't make him a, a fucking not a legend. That guy had so many fucking wars in the UFC. He's I legendary agree. just for that. I agree. You don't have to be a champ to be fucking legendary. You have to be a champ to be goat status and fucking you know defend your titles and all that bullshit like you say all the time. But Conor McGregor doesn't have to because he's a bad motherfucker anyway. <laughs> um, but no, but seriously, uh, Diego Sanchez is a fucking legend, bro. Like that guy's been around for so long. He has fucking, I don't even know, 40 fights or whatever the fuck it is. He's been in fucking wars. When fucking BJ Penn broke his fucking head open and he was bleeding all over the place. I mean, bro, that guy's a fucking legend. To have a fight with that guy when you're like, I can just imagine like if I'm Conor McGregor and I looked up to these guys when I was coming up when I was a fucking kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's lost like eight in a row. Yeah, but for me to step in the ring with somebody like that is like fucking, and that's an honor, I think. Here's what I think. I don't think. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go Here's what it. I think. I think McGregor wants an easy paycheck, an easy fight that keeps him still relevant to the UFC. He can sit there and say, oh, I can now take eight, eight months off because I just fought. Then he can pursue his boxing stuff. He can do whatever the fuck he wants because he's already got that fight. Oh, I just fought six months ago. Um, it's an easy paycheck. It's an easy win. It keeps him relevant. It keeps him. He's still ranked number five at light at, at lightweight. So 
he, it, it gives him an opportunity to just check that one off, go, all right, I beat Diego Sanchez, I made some money, I'm still relevant, I still made this in the UFC, now I can go pursue anything else I want to pursue. And people can't talk shit and say, oh, when's Connor coming back? Connor always takes two years off, whatever, because he can do whatever the fuck he wants, dude, because he can come back at any time, fight anybody he wants, and it's going to be a high selling pay per view, dude. So that's what I think. He, if, he, if he's serious about it, it's just an easy win and an easy paycheck and an easy dub on his record yeah. where he can build his record, still stay relevant, and then go, all right, now I can do whatever I want. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I think. I Dude, Helwani, Helwani and DC were talking about it today uh, randomly. And uh, um, I mean, Helwani, Conor McGregor is, is still the biggest star in the UFC. If he comes back at any time, it'll be mad numbers against anybody. Against the fucking, against that fucking Simone Usher girl that Dana White got from fucking Best Buy. He would fucking, he would fucking sell out. He would sell out that fucking pay-per-view, bro. Yeah, but it's going to end. That's why he doesn't want to fight anyone good, because then that image is going to be gone when he loses. Why? He's lost already. That's why he's... No. Yeah, but then he has every excuse in the world why he lost. Oh, yeah, I was drinking all that whole week. I didn't train hard against Khabib. That was one time. You're crazy, bro. Oh, against Diaz. I could have broke his knee, but I didn't. I, I, I fainted the kick. Oh, stop it. No, you, it's Did he not say you. that? Did he not say that? It's all hate from you. Bro. <laughs> uh. You just hate him. You just fucking hate him. Nothing, no, nothing he says I don't hate him. Nothing he says or does is at, will ever be good enough for you, bro. I don't hate him. He's I like just think ex, he's not he's as like good as everyone thinks he is. Bro. He's no, like your ex-high school no. girlfriend, bro. Nah. <laughs> he will never be good enough, bro. So. <laughs> but if Brian met him in person, dude, he'd be like, Connor, I'm such a big fan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Can I get a selfie? <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. I wouldn't. 100%, Greg. 100%. Yeah, I'd be like, he'd can be, I get a selfie? chap, huh? Hey, champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> right. Hey, two-time champ. Man. Nah. <laughs> uh, uh, nah. Nah. All right, nah. well, okay, so nobody gives a fuck about this card this coming weekend. Ollie Holm is, is headlining. You do? No, I don't. Say, tell me one reason why. Wow. No, that's, I don't. That's sexist, guys. No. I, looked, I looked at the card, dude. I'm like, it's trash. We will have a show next week, but it'll be a little bit different than what we're used to. So uh, that'll wrap this one up, though. We'll be back for live fights in probably a couple weeks because I believe that might be the Korean zombie fight. Marias is, is after that. Marias versus, yeah, Sanhagen. Sanhagen? Oh, well, yeah. that's a little better. Yeah, Corey <laughs> Sanhagen and Marias. On that card. What's that? They only have two fights listed for that one. Well, they better they get have... some together soon here. Yeah. So that's it for now, guys. Listen to us on iTunes, on Podbean. Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram. And uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>